Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Every week, we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. All right. Very exciting episode today, Glamgelinos. I hope y'all like that we call you Glamgelinos. They don't have a choice. Sorry. I know. We just love the name so much. Um, so we have the founders of Droplet on Los Angeles today. Woo-hoo. And we're so excited. I think you're going to absolutely love this episode because it really gets into the nitty gritty, the scientific details of how this particular tool works. Rightfully so, y'all had so many questions about Droplet and how it works And trust us, we understand because there are so many devices on the market, it's hard to kind of sift through what you need versus what you don't. Obviously, this tool is brand new and it's not inexpensive. It's $200 just for the device. And when you buy that starter pack, it comes with the device and then a little sampling of the different capsules available. But then after that, you do have to invest in a subscription, either $39 or $79. The more you use it at the beginning, the less you have to use it in the future. So it won't be that every single month, but we know that's money that you're investing into this particular brand and product. So they're two POC women who are have backgrounds in the medical field like we said um, when I talked about it for what's on your face so really the creation of this tool wasn't even for skincare it was straight up as a medical device I always have to remind myself sometimes Sarah that when we get feedback and questions and things like that on our social channels that some of those followers don't listen to the podcast Mm. which is Kind of crazy because I was getting a lot of questions, especially when I did our Instagram live and Instagram stories on it. And I'm like, but I said this, I said this um, (laughs) and what's on your face. And then I'm like, oh, wait, we're accumulating followers that don't listen to the podcast, which is great. We we hope that you listen to the podcast by all means. But um, I think that this episode is going to be a great episode to direct those people that maybe are finding us through Droplet mm-hmm. to learn more about the science behind it. Right. And I, I feel like this might have been their first podcast that they've done. Yes. Right? Um, yes. And so, you know, I think there have been a few articles written about Droplet um, across different publications, but I think it's really helpful to hear from them directly, like Kirby said, just to hear like their whole ideation thought process or how they suggest you use it all of those things all of those questions that you had um they they answer them um and they're just so lovely it was so fun to speak with them I don't think we've ever had true scientists like them on the podcast before yeah seriously and I mean 
These are accomplished women. They are incredibly intelligent, incredibly smart. We have a lot to learn from them in general, I think. We always mention on this pod, we like to lurk on social. We don't like to get all up in the comments sometimes because we just want y'all to be autonomous and, and talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, we don't want you, if we have a different opinion on something, we don't want you to feel like, oh, Kirby and Sarah don't like this, so I shouldn't like it. That's not how we operate here. Live your best um, life. But... Uh, I, I did comment when there was some, you know, conversation about Droplet in the Facebook group to tell you guys, you know, our job is to sift through the BS, right? And we would never promote something that we didn't feel was truly, so, A, something we love, but B, truly incredible, um, and in this case, truly innovative. Um, we had a lot of people saying, you know, well, where are the peer-reviewed mm -hmm. studies and where is the science and where are the clinicals? And um, I think that by listening to this podcast, you'll just get a better idea of this brand, the, the people behind it, the science behind it, all of the hard work all of the tests, all of the clinicals, all of the effort that actually went into getting this device on the market, you can kind of decide for real, okay, the science is there. Do I need this right now? We did ask Droplet, hey, we want to know how many of our listeners end up purchasing this device. Do you have a code mm -hmm. that we can use? And not a code where we get a kickback or a percentage of the sale, just st strictly a code that can track how many people end up buying it using Gloss Angeles. And they were like, yeah, here, here it is. It's just Gloss Angeles. When you go to Droplet and you you know go to checkout, use the promo code Gloss Angeles. And then I found out that they gave us $50 off. So when you use this code, which is like a big chunk. Yeah, I'm like, they did not have to do that. I mean, they could have just given us 10% off and called it a day. But so they, if you use that code, if you decide it's something you want to invest in, you can use Gloss Angeles at checkout on Droplet and get $50 off. Again, we literally receive nothing from this, except they'll send us a list of, of how many people end up purchasing the product. But I mean... $50 off is nothing to scoff at. I was I was like, thanks, Droplet. You did not have to do that. And Sarah, we're going to try something new this week. Yeah, I'm excited because you guys get to uh, hang out with us while we do a live demo of Droplet on Newness, which is a fun new live streaming beauty app. And Kirby and I are going to go live on Sunday and we are going to walk you guys through our uh, routine of using Droplet and answer your guys' questions. Maybe we'll attract some new listeners who have not uh, listened to our podcast or watched Kirby use the device on Instagram. And we are we would be happy to re-answer all of those questions again. Yes. Yes, we would. Uh, newness, for those of you who may not be familiar, which a lot of you probably aren't, it's literally brand new. A, a woman who used to work at Twitch um, started this company. So it's all about beauty live streaming. And, you know, right now Tatcha is actually, they've done some really cool stuff on newness for the launch of their new um, silk powder. I think everyone's going to start seeing a lot of, a lot more action on the newness app. It's basically like watching somebody do a, a live stream and talk about their favorite beauty products. So um, time and place, well, place is newness, but time to be determined. We'll post it on our Instagram and in the Facebook group so y'all can get a heads up but you'll just need to sign up for newness it doesn't 
it's free. It's not like a paid thing. Just sign up for an account so you can watch us and interact. It's a really cool platform in my opinion because the more you watch and the more you interact and live stream and things like that, you get these crystals. Did you know this, Sarah? You get these crystals that you accumulate. And once you hit a certain number of crystals, you can buy beauty products with them. Like I was looking the other day, there were products from Tower 28 by Rado. I mean, there were some good stuff. So it's kind of an incentive to be active on the platform. Anyways. Okay, so we have therapeutics designer Madhavi Gavini and medical diagnostics developer Rafi Srinivas. They are the co-founders of Droplet. And these women got inspiration at a medical conference to build a new transdermal delivery tool aka Droplet, by ordering electronic parts, building a prototype, scoring funding from NASA, no big deal, no big deal. and continuing, continuing work with Walter Reed. Droplet is the first application of their plans to get actives under your skin. We are so, so excited. So here is our interview with the two lovely ladies. Just a heads up, you'll hear Madavi talking first. I think the thing that we heard the most commonly asked was, how does it actually work? And because I am not an expert as you two are, I figure maybe we get into that. We want to know how did Droplet came to be? Tell us the backstory. Tell us how you two met. We want to know everything. I'm happy to. So Rusty and I go way back. We've known each other since I think 2007. We've been friends. And before we were doing Droplet, we were both working in the field of drug development. I was designing therapeutics computationally, and then Ruffy, as a brilliant chemical engineer, was working on stabilization and making them into viable formulations. So we worked in a field called pediatric cardiomyopathy. And a few years ago, we were at a conference for pediatric diseases, and we learned about this disease called epidermal lysis villosa, which is a rare pediatric illness where patients are missing one of the genes that's responsible for connecting skin to muscle. And in these patients, they suffer from these huge chronic non-healing wounds. It's a really terrible disorder. And I think that's what really motivated us to think about drug delivery. Before, we were always thinking about the ingredient, about the therapeutic, but now you have a disease where we can you know, mass produce the gene, but we have no way of getting it back into these patients. And so we spent a fair amount of time you know, thinking about different methods of drug delivery. And really, Droplet was invented sort of on my kitchen table at home. And it's a riff on a needle-free jet injector, which is a common product for, for drug delivery. And so where with the jet injector, you have a high-speed jet that incises the skin to push drugs into it. Here we have a high-speed aerosol. So the droplets are so tiny that even though they're going through the skin, they're not painful because they're not large enough to actually cause injury. So that's kind of where the technology came from. And for a very long time, you know, we thought of ourselves entirely as a medical device. We were looking at, and we still have active projects in gene therapy. We have collaborations with Walter Reed to look at um, antibiotics to reduce amputation rates in soldiers. And we work with Tufts Medical on diabetic wounds. But what ended up happening is we kept hearing from people that they'd love to be able to use droplet to deliver Botox into their skin. I think it must have come from almost every friend and family member when we talked about the technology we were working on. And they say, well, can I use this to deliver Botox? And, and the answer to that is definitely not, because when Botox is aerosolized, they will kill you. But you can deliver a lot of other very large skincare actives um, painlessly and, and quite effectively into skin by using this high-speed mist. 
eventually we decided to just go for it and to launch a line in, in that area because we heard there was so much demand from, from people in our network and friends. Yeah, I think it wasn't just like our network and friends. If we had to be honest, it was also us. Like I had acne in my 20s. It was horrible. I missed it when I was a teenager, but I got it like in my mid-20s. And I was like, oh, if there was a thing that I could have just bought and it would have worked, I would have bought that instead of spending like thousands of dollars on every possible thing at CVS and trying and seeing if it worked or not. So I think like on a personal level too, we really wanted to make something that you could give to people that would actually work and improve the health of their skin. What we also learned from from just talking to dozens of dermatologists and potential users is that it's really not so much about beauty, it's about skin health, right? Your skin is the largest organ in the body and there are active ingredients like retinol, like salicylic acid, which are good for it. They help treat these conditions. And the idea was really about making sure that those ingredients are getting to where they need to go and they can actually be effective. So you touched on how Droplet works, but I would love for you to go in a little bit deeper because our listeners are a little bit confused about the whole like misting and how Droplet differs from other mists on the market because there are lots of products that are mists and then other devices that use like this mist technology, obviously not the same. But what makes Droplet's technology so special? What sets it apart? So I have a device here, just like you guys do. <laughs> There's two major components inside. If you kind of look inside the device, you'll see a metal disc. The metal disc is called a piezoelectric transducer, and that's the piece that's responsible for taking the fluid and first making it into a mist. And the way that works is that we put voltage through it, and when we put voltage through it at a given frequency, it oscillates back and forth, and you can, there's a sieve inside of it. It's kind of like a flower sieve or something. So you put liquid on top. When it vibrates, the liquid comes out the other side as a mist. And so that particular piece, it's very common in lots of home equipment. You see it in humidifiers, you see it in nebulizers, but we've engineered like all of the software and firmware on the device so that it makes as small as droplets possible. Then the second thing inside are these two holes you see. This is actually two nozzles of a pump. It's called a diaphragm pump. And what happens is that part of that mist gets sucked into the pump. And when it comes out, the droplets get smaller when they hit the skin. And this is partially because the pump has a lot of force behind it. There's extra airflow. And when it hits your skin, the droplets get much, much, much smaller. And the smaller size of them and the velocity they're moving at together lets it get deeper inside of the skin. So it's kind of like a bunch of things that work. It's partially the mist. It's the airflow that comes from the pump. And then it's actually the impact of it hitting your skin that allows us to get deeper penetration. Science, y'all. Science. I think that one thing I did poorly when I was talking about the device itself is, you know, obviously people can Google it and watch videos, but this is an audio medium. So what I didn't explain is like, it's not a pump. Like you're not pumping a mist from a bottle. Like it is a device that you turn on and it quickly administers that mist. Like you're not the one in charge of pumping it out of the device, so to speak. Your only job really is to turn it on and then it will take it from there. That's the thing that I think I love the most about the droplet besides the fact that it will like transform your skin. It's so easy to use. Like Kirby said, it does all the work for you with the timer. It feels good. It's such a great experience. It's such a cute little device. We could spend an hour singing your praises, but it's such, such a genius and such a good, good device. So congrats on that. <laughs> 
they're blushing. Like they're trying to accept the praise, but I feel like they're going to have to get used to this because it's just going to keep coming. I think it's like interesting you say it's not like pumping from a bottle because that's actually significant because you'll notice if you like take a mist from a bottle and spray it in your face, your face will feel super wet. In this case, since the drops are so fine and small and they're moving quickly, you actually won't feel that same wetness, like the pooling effect doesn't happen on the surface of the skin. And that's kind of why it's because of the two different components inside of the device. So we know that things like tretinoin, there's studies behind that and how effective it is when you use it long-term and things of that nature. But on the website, it talks really a lot about how your ingredients aren't getting deep enough into the skin. That's a phrase that I've seen more than a few times on the website. Can you elaborate on who you think the target demo is for Droplet? Because listeners, you tell me if I'm wrong, but y'all are well-informed and you know how to do research. You're really curious. And there are so many things that you are maybe interested in, but you're not sure if it's really the best fit for you. And on Gloss Angeles, we really don't want anybody buying anything that's not absolutely going to you know, transform their skin. We don't want people buying something that they won't eventually use. So who would you say is the target demographic for Droplet? I would say the target demographic would be people who use ingredients like collagen or hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, retinol. And ultimately what we're trying to do is take those same ingredients. And in, you know, in the case of very large molecules like collagen or hyaluronic acid, if you put it on your skin, it's not going in. It's just way too large. So the general convention is that if something is over 500 Dalton, which is a unit of molecular weight, it's just not going to get into your skin. There's a couple exceptions like heparin, but by and large, it's a good rule of thumb. Most of the peptides, argyrolene is a good example they're too big. They're not actually getting in. And what happens is they get wiped away or sweated away. For ingredients that are smaller, like vitamin C, as you know very well, vitamin C is very sensitive to both UV and to oxidation. So when you're putting something that is small enough technically to fuse on your face, you have to think about the diffusion time. And that's going to take several hours. So if you think about putting a vitamin C serum on your face and going about your day, a lot of that's going to get oxidized. It's going to break down. A lot of it will get sweated and wiped away. And this particular tool is, you know, along with the chemistry and the formulations, is intended to deliver those ingredients immediately into your skin. So, so you're not having as much waste. It's actually getting in where it needs to. So our demographic would be people who are using any of these ingredients as part of their skincare regimen. I think it is important that you did touch on those specific ingredients because, for instance, the reason why I really fell in love and I think it's so game-changing is the collagen capsule, which we will break down all the different capsules that are available and what they're formulated with. But for me and Sarah, same with you, we get pitched topical collagen products all the time. I rarely have ever seen any type of improvement in my skin from a topical collagen product as much as people love to tout that they have like, oh, we have the smallest like molecular weight of collagen in the entire world. I, I just truly have never seen that from a serum or any type of collagen focused moisturizer. That's why I was so impressed. I mean, like y'all can see like my under eye, I used to have these incredible hollows <laughs> underneath my eyes. And I definitely still have dark circles. I should, I guess. I'm 34 years old and stressed. It's a pandemic. But like the skin underneath my eyes, I mean, it's really remarkable when you wake up one morning and say, I don't feel like the skin underneath my eye area is as thin as it used to be. It looked fuller and appeared fuller to many people, including Sarah. And that has never 
never happened to me. I don't get under eye filler. I have gotten Botox. I do get filler. I haven't gotten them in a while, but I have never gotten filler in my under eye area. I'm very sensitive to that. So I mean, seeing the results from the collagen especially and knowing that there's vitamin C in that collagen makes me extremely happy, which we'll get to in a second. So Kirby and I have discussed how we already said we think this is the future of beauty and how like every beauty brand is going to be hounding you guys to collaborate with you, to partner with you because they will want to figure out if they can put their products into these little capsules. But first off, when you launched Droplet, you only started with three capsules. Can you tell us why you chose the three ingredients, why you chose to only launch with the three? When we started, first of all, like we're very focused on like the technology and making sure that we optimize the delivery. And we wanted to make sure we talked to professionals and dermatologists and formulated only ingredients that they know work and have used extensively in their practices and with their patients. So we actually went to this conference in Paris called IMCAS. It's like one of the world's largest professional dermatologist cosmetics conferences. And we talked to like a ton of doctors there and we tried to narrow it down to what are the main skin concerns people come in for? What are the biggest ingredients that matter and will actually work and get the job done? And that's where we came up with three capsules. So really the things that people most commonly go to the derm are for anti-aging, they go in for hyperpigmentation and for scarring, and they go in for acne. Those are like the top three concerns. And we talk to them about what actives would address those most effectively. And that's kind of how we settled on one where the star ingredient is collagen, that's for plumping, for hydration. One where the star ingredient is retinol, which is like tried and true for anti-aging. And if you can deliver it deeply, it's really effective. And then the third one is glycolic acid, which helps tremendously with exfoliating, with blemish treatment, with acne, all of those different things. So that's kind of like where the formulations initially came from. And now that we've formulated these three successfully, we're branching out more into new formulations in the, in the next year or so. But initially, we wanted to keep it simple so that we were using ingredients that germs actually knew and believed in. And I think like what it comes down to is that these are the ingredients that are in most products that they sell, even in a lot of the things they inject. And we, like Madhavi brought up before, we're really focused on delivering the things that improve the health of your skin the most. Like after all, skin's your largest organ in your body. You should take really good care of it. And we think these are the ingredients that'll help you get there. I don't know about you, Kirby, but I'm tempted to use this all over my body. I want to use it on my C-section scar. Oh, okay, girl. Yeah, you're really getting down and dirty with it. I watched the videos because I'm a good student. It was saying the mist, you do it on your face and then you should use it again because you wanna get the most out of the capsule. So I'll do my face again, but I also, sometimes I'll just take it down my neck and decollete and then I'll do my hands. I'll do my hands, y'all. I'm really getting in there. We care a lot about our hands here at Los Angeles. Next question. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my side. Droplet has received two funded grants from the National Institute of Health. What does it take for a company to receive these grants, these types of grants? Like, what did you guys have to do? It's a fairly rigorous process. So the two grants that we had applied for were around using the same core technology, basically droplet technology, to deliver two different classes of therapeutics. One was genetic material, and then the other was growth factors. So in order to get it, you have to put together a proposal. They go between 15 and 60 pages. It's submitted to the NIH, and it goes through several rounds of review. There's like an initial round where it gets sent to 
professors all over the country. Most of them are academic professors. There's a few people who are also in biotechnology companies. And then they review the technology, they review the proposal, they rate them, and then they have what's called a study section. They come back in and then they discuss all of them and they decide what they're willing to fund. The success rate, depending on the agency, is pretty low. It's about 10 to 15%. And you're competing against every other technology and drug on the market, basically. So it's a fairly competitive process. And we were incredibly fortunate that the NIH was willing to fund some of that research. And that research is still ongoing. Some of it was in collaboration with MIT and some of it's in a Tufts Medical Center. That's amazing. So you guys are also backed by NASA, which a lot of devices and gadgets and beauty products cannot say. How did NASA get involved with Droplet? When we first invented the technology and started working on it, we worked through a local accelerator called Mass Challenge. It's actually one of the biggest in the world. I think they accept like a few companies every year. And part of that was one of the grants available through it that you could apply for was called the Cases Boeing Prize for Exploration in Space. And Droplet won that grant, basically. And that goes through the exact similar grant process that Madhuri talked about before. We wrote a proposal. We had references. It went through scientific review. But the reason NASA was super interested in it was that they thought the physics was really cool. They wanted to understand what it is about the pumping mechanism and the creation of the droplets that actually leads to deeper penetration and how it would behave under different forces and how it might even behave under the absence of gravity on like something like the International Space Station. And that's also research that is still ongoing, but that's kind of where the NASA angle came in from. I'm sorry, NASA was impressed with your physics. If I were y'all, I would be getting NASA tattooed on my shoulder or something. Is this a pinch me moment for you guys when these things happen? You guys are so calm, cool, and collected. Are you freaking out inside? How did that feel when you found out that, yeah, like NASA was impressed with your physics, as Kirby said? It was super cool. I always wanted to be an astronaut growing up, so it was particularly exciting. It was very much a pinching moment. Yeah, for sure. And I think even me, I think I wrote my college essay on working at NASA when I grew up, which which is really funny. So like when we were like, oh, we got this grant, we were so excited. <laughs> Y'all have the best poker faces too, because when you're talking, you're just so matter of fact, this is it, this is what we did. But then to hear that that was essentially a lifelong dream to be even recognized by NASA is incredible. I'm so happy for you too. One thing that really got me psyched about Droplet on top of everything else, Literally, I hope y'all play this on loudspeaker somewhere because we just are so excited about Droplet. But you all have some amazing doctors that are involved in your research. So Dr. R. Rox Anderson, Dr. Leonard Miller, and Dr. Samir Mitragotri. I'm familiar with all of these gentlemen because they are highly regarded in the aesthetic space. How did you get them involved? Because really, one thing that impressed me was when I went to the website and I saw that R. Rox Anderson was a part of Droplet. What would you call it? Like advisory board? How are they involved? Scientific advisory board. He's on the advisory board. I'm like, okay, yeah, they have all the right people. Anybody that I would be looking to to say, hey, what do you think about this? They're involved in this device. So how, how did they get involved? So we actually met Dr. Miller through one of our advisors. She knew Dr. Miller professionally and made an introduction. And then we've been working with him, I think it's been for over two 
almost three years now with the technology. He was responsible for a lot of the early testing of the device, and he helped us go through the R&D process. Basically, every time we brought him a new version, he'd test it and be like, fix this, fix that. And he was incredibly helpful. And then he actually introduced us to both Professor Mitragosri and to Dr. Anderson. All the top derms know each other. There's like a small network. They've all been wonderful supporters for us. Now we want to get to the nitty gritty of how to use the product, where to use the product. We have a lot of general questions that I think our listeners are really, really curious about. How do you use the droplet? Can you walk us through step by step what the process is like? Yeah, so I have like a capsule here that I can just like show you with. It has like a droplet shape on top. It comes in like a package that has like either 12 or 30 capsules in it and you pull out a capsule. You just pop it into the device. The back has like a ridge on it. So you can align the ridge with the groove in here. And then you just push it in. And then you can use the handle to push it all the way down and it clicks into place. And then once you do that, there's a button on the side. You hit the button and you turn it on to this. I didn't do this in, in real time. It runs in three 15 second intervals. So it's intended to cover the three major zones of your face. And you can go in any order that you want, but we kind of suggest you pull your hair back, which I'm not doing here successfully, but <laughs> um, you kind of hold it close and hover it, hover it up, tilt your head back slightly and move it slowly in circles for each of those 15 second increments. And then you have like a two second pause in between when it starts the next one. So you can move the device to the next, the next area you want to cover. A single capsule usually gives us anywhere from one to two rounds of dispense. So once it's done dispensing, you can push the button again and either go over your face again, or you can use it on your hands. Like you were saying earlier or on your neck or something like that. So you don't need to pat it into your skin after you're done. You don't need to pat it into your skin after you're done. You can if you want to, but it's not necessary. The ingredients have gotten inside as soon as you're done misting. We also add extra formulation into every single capsule. So we have some enough in there so that you can cover your face and then you can do either another round or spot treat certain areas. You're holding it pretty close to the skin, correct? Yeah, I hold it like I tilt back slightly and just hover it like maybe a centimeter above my skin. You could touch your skin if you want to, but people kind of get the best results when it slightly hovers over the skin, but too far away. And like the further and further you get, the, the effect of the pump will diminish, of course. This was a very common question. And we get this question in general about skincare products. It's where to use it in your routine. It depends on the capsule you're using, right? Whether you use it day or night. I consider it a serum step. So I would cleanse the skin and then use droplet and then put on moisturizer and then sunscreen if it was during the day. Does that sound right? Yeah, you nailed it. Perfect. Okay, cool. So retinol, collagen, and glycolic. I like to use the collagen during the day because it has the vitamin C in it. And I like to have a good antioxidant in my skin for the daytime. But then for glycolic and retinol, I use at night. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I have a question that I asked Kirby, actually, when she was talking about this on our previous episode. So some people have really sensitive skin. They get their retinol uglies. Like, they don't like to use retinol because the side effects. Is this the delivery system better for those who ex have, have that experience, for those people who do have more sensitive skin? The retinol formulation, um, it has, like, the standard concentration of retinol in it, but it also has 
a lot of water in it because the formulation is mostly water-based. So in addition to the active ingredient, we're also putting a lot of water and hydration into your skin. And a lot of the times the reason people have issues with retinol is because it dries your skin out massively. And I think with the droplet delivery, we're able to co-deliver the hydration along with the retinol. And that kind of diminishes the effect that you usually see where retinol kind of hurts your skin. Or you can take like two to three weeks to get used to it and you have to build up to it. Sarah, you can't use the retinol yet, right? No, but I can use the glycolic, yeah, because I'm still breastfeeding. I've been um, using the retinol as well, and I used it last night. I don't wake up having any skin. Like, I'm not red. I don't have dryness or anything like that. So I've personally never had issues with it, and I think that's why I, I tend to keep using those retinol capsules. Is it okay to inhale the mist? I think it's, it would be unpleasant to do so, so I wouldn't recommend it. We, we recommend when you're using the device to sort of close your mouth and not exactly hold your breath, but try not to do like, you know, meditative breathing during the process. We have done studies around inhalation, though, because with any kind of aerosol, it's something that people want to know. And, and for us as scientists, we want to make sure that we're not putting something out there that can that can cause harm. And we actually did a cascade impaction testing, which is sort of the gold standard for does something get into your lungs. And based on those results, we believe that it's quite safe. And it's not something that people need to be concerned about with droplets. And then around your eye area, obviously Kirby uses it under her eyes, but is it safe? Yeah, for the collagen and retinol, it's no problem at all. For the glycolic, because there's some acid in there, I think it could be slightly irritating. So especially for that one, I'd recommend closing your eyes. Tell us about the recycling program. So we include a bag in every box. Um, it's a prepaid recycling bag with a label. And when you finish using your capsules, you can pop them into the bag, drop it in the mail. It's prepaid. We'll take them back and we will either recycle them or in some cases reuse those capsules. And it depends on a few things. It depends on the state of the capsules when they come back to us, whether they get recycled or reused. You know, for us, we, we don't want to put out more plastic into the world. So we strongly encourage people to do that. And then as soon as we get your recycling bag in your next shipment of capsules, we'll send you a new recycling bag. How do you clean the droplet properly? So we send cleaning capsules with every box of capsules you get. So you'll have like the standard 30 capsules and you'll see a bunch of capsules in there that have the blue pad print on the top of them. And those are cleaning capsules. There's nothing intrinsically like dangerous in them. It's just water and alcohol. So it's kind of similar to a toner basically. And you put it into the device the same way that you put the regular capsule and you turn it on, hold it over the sink, run it for one to two cycles to get all of the, all of the solution out of there. And that cleans the inside of it. Um, you can also wipe the outside of it clean if you want. You can kind of like use a Q-tip or something to get in on some of the areas inside. But overall, the device is, it's meant to be water resistant. It's not meant to be run under a faucet, of course, but it is like amenable to cleaning the device using like standard wipes and other things. And people also use the wipes and the chargers as well. Yeah, I clean mine. Um, I clean it once I get to the end of my row with the blue capsule, the alcohol, and then I'll take a little like daily, I'll take a little um, Q-tip and kind of like rub the inside to get any extra stuff. I hope our lovely listeners that are listening to this are like, God, Kirby, you're so, so far up their butt. I am just obsessed. I love it. Such an amazing product. Everything about it, the recycling program, obviously the technology and you two, you know, lovely ladies are so smart and it's hard to not be obsessed with it. So I, we got you, Kirby. Thank you. It's a home run for me. This was a question that got brought up to me a lot when I was talking about it on my Instagram stories. I felt like 
there was maybe a miscommunication. So the question was, the return policy is 14 days. And people wanted to know, why is it limited to two weeks? Someone else brought up to me that they didn't think it was fair to have a two-week return policy because it takes six to eight weeks to receive the device. However, I interpreted that as the policy starts once you receive the device. It's not from when you purchase it, correct? That's exactly right. It starts after you receive the device, definitely not from point of purchase. And candidly, we don't want people to purchase Droplet and then not use it. So we have this sort of blanket policy on our website. At the end of the day, if somebody were to reach out after the fact, you know, we would treat it on a case-by-case basis. We don't want them to spend their money on something that they're not using either. That makes sense. And I think, y'all, when it comes to their return policy, it's because you're supposed to use it daily. You will know within two weeks if this is something that you're going to want to keep using or that you feel like you can include in your routine easily. And it's something that you will use daily. You know, there are plenty of devices that aren't meant to be used daily. And that's fine. Oh, 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 y'all, I forgot a question that I wanted to ask. When you are using the device, I'm using it daily, like regardless at this point, but can you let up? You should continue to use it a few times a week for sure to just maintain that. And it depends on your skin type and the capsules you're on. We recommend sort of like an intensive start to it, right? So obviously patch test, spot test, make sure you're not going to be sensitive to some ingredient in there and then use it a little bit more rigorously for a period of time. And after that, it, you can go into maintenance mode. And obviously, if you have an event or some reason to continue resurfacing your skin, you can sort of go back into that more intensive treatment mode and maybe cycle between that on and off over the year. I have another question. When can we expect these new capsules? We're actively working on them. So hopefully in the next few months, we'll have new formulations that we can share. And we'd like love to get your feedback on them as soon as we have something that we're pretty close with. Okay, twist our arms. <laughs> One thing that I think is really important is that y'all go to the website because literally the website lays out everything. You can see clinical trials on the website. You can see the entire ingredient list for each capsule. It's where it tells you that it's vegan and cruelty-free. So... Everything that you may have questions about regarding the capsules or the device itself or even how to use it, they have these very informative videos that you can watch to learn the proper way to use it on your face and things like that. Go to the website, trust me. You won't be disappointed. You'll find every single thing you need there. Ladies, before we hit our last question, is there anything else that you really want people to know about Droplet? We're super excited about it. We love how excited both of you are about it. And thank you for the opportunity to let us tell our story a little bit more in detail. It's final question time. You moved to LA, you've become a famous actress. Who is your go-to co-star? I'm going to say Tina Fey. I thought about this actually a little bit. <laughs> 30 Rock is still like one of my favorite shows of all time. And I think she's amazing. I also love Tina Fey, but I feel like I can't give the same answer. So I'm going to say Meghan Markle. <laughs> Sarah and I both like kind of stepped back like, oh, you know what? That would be incredible if she came out of acting retirement to do a movie, a TV series, something like that. Ladies, thank you so, so much for spending this hour with us. Obviously, we're your biggest fans. Where can everybody find y'all? We have a Droplet Instagram, which is pretty awesome, which is managed by 
a couple members of our marketing team and Rusty and I are on there frequently as well. Everyone listening, thank you so much for spending your Friday with us. We know where to find us. We're at Los Angeles Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Look up our Glam Gelino Facebook group and find us on our website, glossangelespod.com. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.